Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. All right, Nico, thank you very much for joining again. Um, today, uh, the Week in Italian Startup, uh, a weekly session that me and Nicolo, we uh, handle together, going through the main news um, regarding the uh, Italian startup ecosystem. So uh, it's every Monday at 6.30. Uh, available live on Clubhouse and YouTube and also on Spotify and uh, since last week, uh, Apple Podcast. So we're expanding and conquering the podcasting world. <laughs> uh, remind me to update the, the ending notes of the newsletter because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, need we, to need to, we need to tell... The Apple Podcast platform, tell. yes. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Fantastic. <laughs> All right, so let's get started immediately uh, with, because we have a lot to talk about. I think there's been like, uh, you know, a, a lot of movements also recapping what has been happening also uh, in the in like last week, but not only. So there are a few things to, to discuss about, extremely interesting. Uh, so let's get to it. So um, first interesting deal is about Oversonic Robotic. So this is the space of humanoids robot uh, from Tesla onward. Uh, things uh, has been has been populating again the news, and uh, what has been going on with these guys? Oversonic Robotics is a humanoid mm -hmm. robot startup, and um, uh, they are developing robots that they expect to work alongside humans in, in industrial or commercial settings. Yep. Uh, so they are developing their own take on this. Uh, on this market, uh, they raise this amount, which is not clearly mm -hmm. defined, but they say in the in their post that uh, the company was valued 14 million euros. Oh, wow. uh, and the investor, which is a family office, basically, mm -hmm. um, acquired one third of the company. So more or less, uh, they should have raised around 4.5 million euros. Interesting, extremely interesting. And uh, they look like, I didn't know them before, they look like they're better prepared in terms of robotics. And uh, I believe also that the company, that uh, the, the family office is also related with some other companies doing like components for uh, electronic uh, machinery, like uh, Sabaf, I believe. So there is mm -hmm. all, it's... Um, uh, it's not a random investment. Essentially, there must be like a strategy from a corporate perspective. So that's uh, that's definitely an interesting deal for them. Yep, yep, yep. That might be very interesting. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, usually, we are not in Italy. We don't see a lot of deals on robotics, so this is quite yep. an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. In particular, home and robotics. Robotics is quite fascinating. It's a bit of science fiction. Oh yeah, completely, completely. Future of work, replacing humans. Mm -hmm. That's gonna, it's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. <laughs> well, that's a yeah. I mean, you, they start working with us and then working uh, instead of us, and then who knows? Exactly. But uh, we just need to make sure that the laws, uh, the Asimov laws, are there. So yeah, that's exactly. We should be, yeah. we should be fine. <laughs> he knew. He knew. He knew already. He knew already. Awesome. So let's move on. Uh, holding company of the Agnelli family from Turin, from Fiat, uh, invested 50 million in MyTVS, which is um, a one-stop shop car service from India. That's a, that's a very interesting deal. So I was checking exactly how the website 
what kind of offering was um, was happening there and it's really like a widespread of services doesn't look too sexy to be honest in terms of website or user experience but definitely it's a, it's a step for fiat to be in the uh, auto service in india so that's uh, pretty relevant for sure yeah exactly there must be something in there i mean uh if you think about it india in india there will be probably one billion people mm-hmm. or something uh, along that number uh and it's probably quite a growing market mm-hmm. so uh, the, the, this might be something quite interesting for them and it's close to their core uh core market absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, the family yeah they're the fathers of fiat mm-hmm. now uh so makes sense yeah and uh i mean i wouldn't call it uh, like a corporate vc sort of move because xor is so in many businesses so it's really like uh the whole strategy is uh is uh is 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 part of their global strategy i believe so that's uh that's definitely something something to consider mm-hmm. i agree interesting all right, talking about liquidity events, um, big company, Telepass, Italian company doing essentially uh, devices for uh, mobility and transportation, acquired WiseMotion, confirming how Telepass is really one of the company in Italy uh, at the forefront of the technology, both in terms of involvement as a company and in the media, essentially. They've been, they've been really doing like a lot of work in tech. They've been pretty much everywhere. Pre-COVID, they were like uh, in all events that I have, te- I have attended and uh, these guys are moving fast. Yep, I, I agree with you. Uh, they've been quite active in the last few years. Uh, and they are investing heavily in digi- digitalization of their services. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're basically becoming an end-to-end mobility company. Exactly. Everything other than the actual pieces of uh, steel yeah. mo- uh, moving around on the on the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this acquisition is the kickstart of their own internal uh, digital, fully digital arm. I, uh, I, I read a little bit about Wise Emotions. I don't know whether you, you had the opportunity. Yep. Uh, another startup, in a sense, uh, it was founded by um, uh, three guys from the Polytechnic of Milan, three software mm-hmm. engineers. Uh, and they have 80 people now. So they grow quite heavily in, in a few years. And they focus on developing mobile first applications. Mm-hmm. So that's. Let's say something, say something about the Telepass strategy. Yeah. So this is a, a very smart way to actually enter the app uh, space by getting a big and strong player and then see what kind of synergies they will come up with. So that's, uh, that's definitely mm-hmm. like a, a super interesting move from, uh, from the guys mm-hmm. at Telepass mm-hmm. that really seem to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Expect right. Telepass to be in your car and in your pockets. Oh yeah, probably it's gonna only be in your pocket or on your watch, I believe. <laughs> Until we get to like all chipped and then it's gonna be in your neck or something. Yeah, that's probably one of the news that we learned that we'll discuss about later on. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Calciomercato.com. So uh, from someone that doesn't know much about soccer, I know this company, I know Calciomercato.com, so it's a pretty big deal. A very inter- interesting uh, coordination of uh, elements because uh, at the top we essentially have a huge private equity company 
TPG, uh, which is based between San Francisco and, uh, and Texas. And they've been aggregating some of the biggest uh, like digital brands in the in the soccer space. So I was uh, even if, if I'm not a, a, a fan, I really appreciate the fact of these guys kind of pull it, trying to pull off like a, a huge aggregator for for soccer content. Then you know much more than me about this deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. I was going through the portfolio of the company, TPG. So they essentially do a bunch. They have a bunch of product from private equity to real estate to hedge funds. So it's really a huge investment company. And inside their portfolio, they have also like some big deals like Airbnb, Spotify, uh, some of the, I mean, some of the biggest game, the biggest like names in the in the game, including like Fields Coffee, like coffee chain in. In California, really delicious, actually, but nobody knows. But it, it's pretty work. It's it's working really well. So these guys are are not only doing tech in general, so they're not like super verticalized, but it's definitely something something that uh, uh, that they've been developing, sort of aggregating a lot of elements. And apparently, that's what they're doing with Football Co. Uh, yeah. as well, yeah. where they are putting together some of the major brands and uh, making sure probably to wrap it up into a big uh, company, which is going to be the behemoth of uh, soccer online or something on those lines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably the classic uh, platform strategy of uh, yes. equity. Yeah. Exactly. But it makes sense because soccer is quite international. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. There, there are synergies there. Nice. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so uh, earlier in August, a few more news. Um, one related to impact investing. Uh, Italy has been also in the forefront of uh, people raising funds and uh, vehicles to invest in impact initiatives. Uh, we've, we've seen that happening in the past, I believe, four years. This is another great example where essentially uh, one company, well, actually one entity that used to be a foundation, Opus, is now becoming an investment vehicle in order to uh, invest in impact project. And it's fully backed by uh, Venture Italy, which is the fund of fund of CDP Venture Capital, which is the big uh, mother of all like venture capital <laughs> investments. Yeah, we have a lot of loops today. We have a lot of like, <laughs> companies and companies and companies. And people will see later with, uh, with Futura Invest, which is pretty complicated. So I'll let you do that. But going back to, to impact investing, that's definitely like a great, a great trend, which is, again, we said that in, uh, in some uh, episodes before, impact investing is huge in Italy, is moving fast, and is getting the attention of, of, uh, of a lot of players. Mm -hmm. if, yeah. you, if, you, if you take a look at the investors in the, in the new fund, uh, yep. there are the major names from, from Italy. Also, mm -hmm. the uh, European Investment Fund uh, committed capital to the fund. Interesting. Then we have Compagnia San Paolo, of course. Uh, Fondazione CRT, Fondazione yeah. Social Venture, which yeah. is absolutely close to the market. So uh, the, the, the major investors in Italy actually put capital into this vehicle. So yeah. it says something about uh, our attention as a, as a, as a yeah. nation with impact investments. It's a no, good, for sure. good to read, for good sure. to know. Absolutely, absolutely. 
there is a lot of skepticism though i believe or like uh, uh, beside italy about what is considered impact uh, mm. So it's a huge debate, but uh, still we're holding up. It's it's good. I like the idea of having you know a fund with a specific mission. So it's definitely an, a very very interesting trend that uh, people are trying to make it work even in the investment side. So maybe so maybe the fact that uh, I don't know much about impact investments, but maybe the fact that the fund um, has been originated by the foundation, that maybe had mm -hmm. uh, more attention. It's a good uh, it's a to, to the way capital is deployed is used because one of the big issues with impact with um, impact is how capital is deployed and the uh, effect mm -hmm. of uh, you know launching initiatives in uh, uh, in for example uh, in the, in the third world uh, mm -hmm. in, in supporting uh, um, businesses in a, a more complex environments and so on and right. so forth. So maybe uh, that track record will help with better selection, better investments, and, and so on. That's awesome also. point. Awesome point. That's that's good. That's good. Definitely a positive trend on the positive side. All right. Uh, talking again about automotive, uh, Tau Group. Uh, this is a company developing protective coatings for uh, electric engine. Uh, I really liked that you point this out because usually in the electrification space. There's a lot of people working on batteries, uh, so it's energy supply side, but a really few people are trying to re reinvent how the electric engine operates and, op and is optimized. So I really like uh, that you pointed out because it's uh, pretty unique. This deal is, is very, very unique, I believe. Yeah, that, that, that was interesting because I didn't think that that specific, so the protective coatings yeah. uh, would be that important but apparently they are and the company it is interesting also the company is uh very specific in talking about the low impact of their coatings oh, wow. so there's also okay. an aspect of um uh environmental impacts uh, yeah esg sort of deal yeah 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 mm -mm -mm. very That's interesting. interesting no for sure and uh yeah they did pretty well like 10 million series a it's it's a huge deal actually so yep. uh very interesting uh, particularly also because it's been uh, uh, not only from Italian investors, but also from uh, from other European investors. So definitely there is something there to to keep an eye on. So Belgium, yeah, uh, yeah. exactly a Belgium Belgium based investment company yeah. uh, with ArcelorMittal actually yeah. uh, between the, the the main investors. So awesome. So switching completely from uh, automotive and to uh, healthcare and in particular brain uh, interfaces, corticale, that's kind of the equivalent. I mean, the, the Italian Neuralinks, if you will. Some people have defined corticale in this way. Uh, interesting thing is that it's a spin-off of the Italian Institute of Technology from Genova. So we've seen how these companies have, uh, some of their company have been like successful in raising uh, consecutive rounds. Uh, so this is a great example, I believe. Mm -mm -mm. And and it's a, a bleeding edge type of technology in this case because yep. it's going after exactly Neuralink, as you said. Yep. Uh, they, and they expect to um, make the technology available by the end of the year, I believe. So, wow, that's well, at, le at least at least for testing. Sure, uh, sure. but that's. That's ambitious, I agree. Uh, and I didn't expect that, that, that type of technology uh, to be uh, so close to be uh, tried out 
at least yeah. in the laboratory. Yeah. And um, they ha really have uh, a medical angle. So they're really trying to mm. work on mm. Alzheimer and Parkinson's. So how the air of the brain that are uh, um, basically uh, influenced by this kind of uh, disease and how they can intervene through a specific electrode, uh, data collection and stimulation. So that's definitely yeah. a yeah. very, very strong uh, mission. So it's not only trying to read the, the the thoughts of animals like Neuralink uh, showed in, uh, in, the, in the marketing of, uh, of the company. But definitely no, something, exactly. something to, to keep an eye on. Mm -hmm. Cool. Very cool. All right. So let's talk about capital ac access in general and how uh, Italy is moving in terms of allowing retail investors to actually get access to uh, sophisticated, I would say, vehicles that are investing in uh, in, uh, in startups. So we talked about Azimut before, uh, big uh, uh, Italian asset manager, uh, which is has been developing a lot of interesting product over the years. And it's definitely, again, in the forefront of uh, the early stage investing, I would say, from the retail perspective. So let's maybe talk a little more about that. Mm -mm. Yes, uh, as you said, so Azimut is a pioneer in this space. So they launched already at least three different uh, funds that are open to their private base of investors. Okay. It's not exactly something that you can purchase with a hundred euros, but still, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, still is much much more retail than traditional venture capital funds. Uh, so they provide this type of access of access to 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 to, to startups. Yeah. Uh, one fund is actually managed by P101. Uh, oh, one yeah. fund invests alongside Jollify and the third uh -huh. one uh, invests... Italy, uh, Italia 500. So uh, what is interesting is that all these products, essentially, they are compartimenti, which means uh, basically are part of a bigger fund, which is mm -hmm. the Eltif structure fund. So it's called AZ Eltif. Uh, and it's uh, for non-European, Eltif is just an, it's another way to classify a certain kind of funds, essentially. And uh, they've been playing with these and giving them like uh, themes. So, for example, the uh, Ali Crowd is basically a part of the AZ uh, LTIF, uh, which is managed essentially also through uh, um, a crowd uh, funding company, Mama Crowd. So they're trying to work on this idea of getting their LTIF coin, partnering with some companies like uh, also P101 and uh, other, in, in this case, like uh, uh, private equity funds, and then offering this product. I think it's a very interesting strategy. Yeah, if you think about it, uh, so they don't tell you that they are good at scouting, at yeah. selecting or at managing the, uh, the investments. Uh, yeah. So they let their partner to do that because P101, Jennifer, Mama Crowd, they're good at doing exactly that. Azimut is good at raising funds <laughs> because of their huge customer base. Uh, so it makes absolute sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a good strategy. And, and they paved the way because apparently in Tesla San Paulo is following suit. Uh -huh. That's the news of the week. That's and the that's exactly the news. Of the, it's a good segue to the news of the week. Exactly. <laughs> so um, in Tesla San Paulo acquired Nevafin Ventures. And then basically, uh, Intesa transformed this company into an SGR, um, Società di Parisparmio Gestito. And uh, so tell us why this is particularly interesting and why is it important? 
Well, uh, Nevafim Ventures has always been somehow the corporate VC arm of Intesa. So they uh, uh, created a more defined position into their group for the uh, for this investment arm. They created the SGR, as you said. Um, uh, why do they need? Jari why they needed to to move it to an SGR? I, I I don't know much about why would uh, would be a good move. Probably it's just easier because I know that SGR in general they have like a pretty strict compliant requirements in Italy. So it takes uh, it takes some work actually. Maybe for them and it was it was easy in a that's way. That's easy. They they're yeah. a bank. That's probably exactly. The and uh, SGR they're managing what they own some, somehow. Sure, so sure, that's, sure, sure. that's quite easy, but um, it's probably the best way if they expect to uh, manage and create more funds. Uh, it has a specific governance. Uh -huh. Very um, good point. Very good point. And probably exactly the fact that they want to uh, uh, allow their own private, uh, private customers uh to invest in the in the vehicle uh probably mm -hmm. with the sgr is much easier because uh, a lot of the um a lot of the way the gr works is you know makes it easy enough or ready enough to ma also manage the private clientele so it may, might make sense, sense but i'm, no, I'm sense. no expert i'm no expert here no so. no no sure and uh, they're basically they launched this never first which is actually a, a fund in in all in all its form and uh, the SGR essentially is on the top of the fund, managing essentially like all That's the location. The managing, the managing company, exactly. Awesome. Uh, Very interesting. Exactly. And they have the funds currently uh, raised probably 150 million, more or less, oh, wow. uh, from institutional investors, including the bank, of course, yeah. which is one yeah. of the main investors in the fund. Yeah. And they are, and they are going to offer 100 million, I believe, more or less, uh, to the private. Uh, investors so to basically almost retail. Yeah. What is in so the, their goal? I'm reading now. It's two two hundred and fifty million. Again, being a bank, probably it's not a big deal at all. Uh, what I think is is very interesting to notice is the fact that um, there is a there is a there is basically a split between Italy and foreign. So it's not only uh, a fund that will invest in Italy but is also keep particular attention to the, the foreign investment. So as I'm reading now is essentially the overall strategy is a 70% uh, foreign company with 30% Italian company. So they're really going after also maybe some of the big player and not only trying to support Italy in some form or another. I, I thought that was particularly interesting as, as a bank. Yeah. It makes perfect sense for them. Yeah, it does. It does. It's well, not obvious, but it, yeah. it absolutely does. Awesome. Fantastic. Beautiful. Uh, now let's always talking about Intesa. Let's get dirty and then <laughs> let's talk about this incredible structure that you, you, you titled the holding that holds them all. I really enjoyed that. That was, that was extremely <laughs> good. And, uh, in fact, uh, this is a company with a lot of like, uh, twists and turns and a lot of things inside of that. So let's, let's tell the story. What's the, what's the story? Yeah, that's just an, an article from Bibiza that I was reading, and it was quite interesting because um, uh, sometimes you, you think about the VC firms uh, as owned by their general partners, no? Mm -hmm. And that's not that's true. Uh, often there are also other type of uh, shareholders in these in these firms, and 
it turns out that Futura Invest SPA, which is a, this type of holding company, mm-hmm. uh, is a shareholder in many uh, investors, uh, VC, and also private equity firms in Italy. And, and the holders of the, so the main investors in the Futura Invest uh, company are in Tesla San Paolo, again, mm-hmm. uh, Fundazione Cariplo, again, uh, Fundazione Nazarco, uh, Mediolanum Vita, State Street. So there are a lot of uh, notable investors in this uh, in this holding, uh, and the holding uh, is uh, a, a shareholder in Indaco SGR, mm-hmm. that's uh, a VC firm, Vertis SGR, another VC firm, El Venture, an accelerator uh-huh. and investor, exactly, uh, <laughs> Eulero Capital, another. Yep. Uh, investor which started recently last year, I believe, or, or so. Ipazia, uh, SR, SRL, and uh, yeah, it's pretty complex. I mean, it looks like these guys they created like a, a monster which essentially is uh, um, like um, harboring risk by definitely like spraying and getting uh, shares of a lot of great players. In Italy, so this is essentially. I don't know how it started. I don't know how Futura started originally, uh, but it's a good. It's a very interesting strategy for to aggregate some of the best share, shareholding in the Italian industry. So the diversification here is is maximal, and uh, they are placing themselves in some of the some of the most strategic like funds, I believe. Yeah, so so it seems at least uh, quite quite a few of them. Uh, and it's interesting because that's not investment in the fund. So that's yeah. not uh, a, limited, oh. a limited partner position. That's a governance position in the that's managing right. company. Uh, so it's, it's a different type of approach. I don't know whether it is something that abroad uh, happens. Uh, but it ah. seems that there are many, uh, many firms that have uh, their their traditional investors as shareholders exactly exactly so my my knowledge of uh, the the vc the us vc space is that usually like bigger vc tend to be limited partner in uh, maybe smaller vc or very verticalized vcs and that's one way to essentially help out and participate especially if there is no uh, way that there is like a conflict between like the verticals that's a great way to essentially diversify but uh, in terms of getting like a company that holds share of a fund in this kind of structure sounds to me it's kind of an italian thing in a way where maybe it's easier it feels easier where in the us you kind of become a limited partner and then you you let the, the management team do the work in this case as you say i totally agree it looks like they want control but at the same time they're not necessarily like uh you know, limited partners. So, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. There are more. There are more than yeah. They are more than that. Than exactly. I, I, exactly. I, don't, I don't know about the specific uh, governance rules, but still, uh, you are in the main call, which is no, different than being in the fund. Totally, totally, and sig- with significant stakes, actually. So, with not like small uh, stakes, with actually like significant part of of shareholding. So that's uh, pretty aggressive. Fantastic. Very interesting interesting article. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Nico, for pointing it out.
One last thing, which I thought it was very interesting and uh, I think it is worth pointing out to the listener is the uh, X jobs, um, just to end up on this note. So this is essentially like a big um, jobs aggregator for Italian startup where you can actually search for jobs and hiring companies. Uh, it's a it's a big database run by CDP Ventures, again, one of the biggest players in Italy. So definitely worth considering if you're looking for startup jobs in Italy. That's definitely something mm-hmm. something good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, as, as the readers probably know, because we never we, we never talked about it. Uh, I have been running an experiment about collecting and distributing uh, job positions from startups. Uh, reading the newsletter in particular, yeah. so I'm not collecting anything. I'm just you know, if anybody wants to uh, upload the job position, uh, they can, and the reader can take a look at um, these positions crowdsourced by mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. by my readers. Uh, but uh, it seems that uh, CDP is doing a very curated and um, uh, you know structure. Uh, work at putting together uh, all the job positions from the startups from their um, from their portfolio, also in direct portfolio. But they are they're opening the the platform to anybody. So mm-hmm. if you just want oh, to nice. be listed there, it's Super. it's free. You can just follow a link and uh, apply to be uh, hosted on the um, the platform. Awesome, and this. Is- yeah, this is extremely positive because uh, it's definitely on the trend of uh, the best practices of venture capital firms, like a big, the biggest venture capital firm in the world. They have like a, a huge uh, interest and uh, they do a huge work usually in posting jobs and finding recruits for their own portfolio companies. So it's a big part of the VC job from, uh, from what I can, I can tell. Uh, now, CDP is really aligning this best practice and try to uh, have have those practices inside the company, so it's a it's a, it's an awesome awesome job. Again, it's, a, it's we are evolving yeah. as a nation and becoming more sophisticated venture capital investors. That's a good news. Yeah, they they, they took in probably a, a, a further step than a, a standard VC firm because they are uh, opening the platform to anybody, sure. uh, to any Italian startup. Perfect. Uh, which makes sense, considering they are you know. Uh, the original name of CDP Venture Capital is Fondo Nazionale Innovazione, so the National Fund for Innovation. So they, have to. they, they kind of have to now. Like if they, call, yeah. if, you, if you call your fund like that, you're like, yeah, I have to do this. That's I part have, of the I mission. Have no way out. <laughs> so that's uh, so. Long story short, from now on, I will weekly publish um, new job position, new interesting job position from uh, the companies that uh, are on that platform. So. Uh, a new piece on the newsletter. You will make a selection essentially, so you're going to curate a little bit uh, what is happening, maybe the new, the new, the new positions, and and so on and so forth. That's, yep, that's yep, awesome. yep. The the, t- the team will send will send me some of the positions, and I will publish just a few of them, the most yep. interesting ones. But if you if you if anybody wants, you can just go on the on the platform X Jobs, uh, take a look for all the open positions there. Awesome. All right, so I think that's all for the week. Uh, Thank you, Nicola, for joining. And uh, again, this episode is going to be available on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And uh, please feel free to reach out, to subscribe to Nicola's newsletter, and reach out to us if you have a question or suggestions. So thank you, Nicola, very much. And uh, I'll see you next week.
Thank you, Giacomo. It was a pleasure as always. Have a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks.